Welcome to Raise the Roof, an Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Braden. And I'm your co-host, Hayden. We're here today to talk about the Arkansas-Florida basketball game from this past Tuesday. How did you think it went? I thought it went really well. I think, uh, I don't want to say I wasn't expecting a win, but a place that we haven't won since 1995, that can often seem... uh, it's it's a, it's really hard to break a streak like that, and so I mean I kind of came in not thinking that we'd win, but we did. So um, I couldn't be more pleased. I went into the game thinking that Arkansas was definitely the better team, but yes, that losing yeah, streak was a little discouraging. I mean I've watched games at Florida for years, and they've they've obviously changed their arena. It used to be flipped the other way around where the students would be behind the bench and now they flipped it and I just remember this always beating us every single time and we could never never get a win there and so it's like now I think Arkansas has won at the longest streaks Miss State now and I think the last time we won there was 15 15 so that's the longest the 20 one 20 year difference between the longest and the next longest yes so that's always nice when you went on the road and now so this is out Florida um, at Georgia, at Old Miss. It's five and three on the road in the SEC. Five and three. Um, with Tennessee left. And a couple other that we won on the road too. At LSU. Um, it's really at good Missouri. on the road. I'm telling you, Arkansas did not used to be this good on the road, so it's really promising. <laughs> five and three for any team in the SEC for on the road is good. And we still got one more, right? Tennessee. Yeah. And then that means they are that means five and one at home. And that means we'll finish no worse, like we'll finish above 500 on the road, right, in the SEC. No, we can't finish worse than... Right, because there's only yeah. one more road yeah. game. which is really, really good, as you just said. And then at home in the SEC, they're what, 5-1 and one? with two games left? Yes. Or no, 6-1. and one. Yes. 6-1 and one with two games left. Only loss was to Bandy, so... I mean, that's, with no students. Yeah, no students. That was during winter break, so... We just get a couple more versus ten, or versus Kentucky and then LSU. I'm I'm probably pretty proud of the butt effect for the right. year. We'll get more into that Kentucky game later on, but let's talk about these uh, numbers from the lineup. Yes. JD, twenty-two points on Tuesday. All Tuesday. <sighs> JD impressive again. I'm, he's he's not really having any. I think the worst game that he had recently was the Bama, but he heated up at the end of that game. So he's, oh, we I mean, we talk about both him and Jalen Williams just together. They just make this team, just makes this team work, and they score when they need to score. JD is, he when he's not on the court, you don't have that guy that can just go score, right? Go drive it to the bucket. He's that guy, and then, I mean his his dribble. The, the sort of penetration that he brings, like he'll he'll drive inside, and so the defense collapses towards him, and then and then we'll have a cutter, and then he'll pass it to the cutter, or you know, they heavily guard him on three, and he'll do a step back and drain. I mean, his his footwork is incredible if you really look at his footwork. Yeah, he did have that really <laughs> nice little side step three at the end of the game, and he did the same move against Walker Kessler. I remember the Auburn game just. The, did an ISO, gets Walker, step back, high, high rising three, drained it. Can't jump. Don't yeah. jump. No. Then you just sidestep. So. And then, and then let's talk about Jalen in this game. 15 and 10. Jalen took. Um, well, I, 10th double double of the year? I think he only had, yeah, 10th double double. He had one charge, I think, versus. But that charge frustrated hit, Castle. Maybe it was two. He hit two in the first two. half. I think he had two or three for the game. Maybe it was, okay. Two in the first half, at least. I remember one was on Castleton, and then Castleton was I think they both were. So yeah. frustrating. I think he had three in the game. I think he had two in the first half, and then one later on at the ending, like, stretch. I mean, and that that's huge, because, I mean, Jalen got in foul trouble. It was like, so Castleton and Jalen Williams were both on three fouls for the longest time, and Castleton wanted Jalen to get that fourth foul so bad that yeah. he was doing whatever he could to get Jaylen it. Jalen got that fourth foul about eight minutes to eight play, minutes. and it was huge that he was able to not S- foul out right. and stay in the game. If he fouls out, then you got to put in probably Kamani, right? Mm-hmm. Or Trey Wade, or so, you know, you got to put in somebody else, and yeah, we have a smaller neither lineup. Neither of them can bring the no. impact that Jalen no. has. I mean, Kamani came in right when he got that. 
Um, no, Kamani came, came in, in the last three yeah. minutes of the first half. Yeah, and he. Mm. he That's when Jalen picked up his second foul. I think is when he came in, to, right before half. So again, once again, the theme that we're seeing: Musk's gonna sit you. You get two fouls. Yeah. Luckily, he was pretty close to halftime when he picked him up. So. Yeah. Yeah. That foul six seconds before halftime was. Oh my goodness. I don't think they. I thought he hit a ball. I mean, but, you can't foul that right before. It's just like a. You know, sometimes sometimes coaches even pull out players if there's like five seconds left and a half because they don't want them to foul. Like they will literally sit them down. So the way that Arkansas looked without Jalen, it was. It's probably horrible. The, it was not good. Usually, people are praising this team on how they can play without their bigger name guys, like without the Jalen Williams or without the JD on the floor, they're still able to compete. They did not look good without um, Jalen Williams on the floor against Castleton. So it was really big in this game. Probably They probably needed him as much in this game as they needed him for any game. That's why it's, it's so important, like, within – if you look at the first five minutes of every game, they just can't pick up that – you know, a lot of times they'll pick up foul right two minutes into the game, right? And then the second foul will come at the end of that first five minutes, and it's just like you can't do that. Or mm-hmm. seven minutes into the game, mm-hmm. look at the second foul. JD against Alabama. JD against Alabama. Jalen did minutes. it against somebody else too, and I don't even remember. Um, but I mean, it's happened to both guys, and it's just you can't do that. Yeah. But honestly, I was thinking to myself, we we're going to see Connor Vanover if Jalen couldn't stop foul- getting into foul trouble, and then Kamani and Trey just—they're just—I don't think either of them were big enough to guard Castleton. I thought we might see Connor Vanover in that game. So think, yeah, Vanover is obviously tall enough, but Kamani's got Kamani's so bulky. Castleton's kind of like a stick. It doesn't seem like he'd be able to make a move, but he's stronger than he looks. So. No, he's yeah, he's he, a strong player, but I I just thought Castleton was going up over the top of him and Trey Wade. And sometimes it was like they would just. I mean, the couple times they did a lob pass and they threw it up. They they threw a lob pass. Um, they threw yeah. A, yeah they threw a lob pass inside and he'd finish both times I mean he would just they would literally and he'd catch it right right next to the rim and he'd, he'd lay it up and it's yeah, like there's a few times where Jalen would go try to steal the pass and get let Calston get behind him with the ball and that just no. that didn't end up well part of the reason Calston had career high 29 points in the game I mean, Castleton, so if you look at Castleton from the offensive side, you look at 29 points, and how many came from free throws? I'm looking right now. He only missed one. Right? Nine for ten from the Which is really line. good. So He's under 70% on the year. Yeah. and But when you looked at his defense, Castleton was lazy on defense. I mean, maybe it's because he didn't want to pick up the foul. But a lot of times, yeah, so. He, for them, he also had to stay in the game. He, he did have to stay in the game, but when I noticed that Florida, sometimes Florida went from man to, to quick zone, and 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 then Colin, Colin wouldn't get back in time or their help wouldn't arrive. So we get, I mean, we probably got plenty of layups this game. It was probably five, six just layups that we, we had or cutters that were going right at the basket. It's because they wouldn't get back in time. There was that one really good play where Devo found, I think it was Tony, Tony cutting in the back door. When he probably didn't even know that the shot clock was in because Stanley shot a jumper and, it, and I thought it hit the rim, but it didn't hit the back, you know, the side of the backboard. And it's like three, two on the shot clock. Passes it, perfect bounce pass. Tony, so you must, must give a fist pump because he knew how important that basket was. Mm-hmm. And then we can't not talk about Devo Davis in this game. 19 <sighs> points. Four assists, six rebounds, seven out of ten shooting. What from a three, Brady? What? Two for three. Four times in <laughs> five games going two for three exactly. It's huge. That's huge. I mean, 66%. I know it's a small field si- or sample size, but still, like, you go two for three each game or the majority of your games. Mm-hmm. That's three games in a row and, yeah, four out of five. His, his two layups in the second half were what I know. So when, when we do – I've talked about how great Arkansas plays when we do transition. Devo one time went straight down to the basket, finished with his left. Then one time he went underneath the rim and laid it right in. A really sweet finish, and it was like a reverse sort of finish. And it was, I'm telling you, when we when we play fast, it doesn't doesn't just have to be Devo, but we play well. Yes, Arkansas's best offense is that transition offense. 
I think they kind of struggle when they play slower and set up that half court. Because, like, when they're uh, leading late in the game, they have to go into that clock-eating mode. Yes. And you kind of see them struggle in their offense there. Partially because they're limiting themselves to 10 seconds to get a good shot up, but partially because they don't play as good. They're not as um, fluent in the half-court offense as they are in the transition. And maybe that's why this team is so good at coming back when we're down 10 14 points for spam or whatever it was. Like we're down because we got to play fast, right? And you to come back. And but, this team gets back on defense. And they do get back on defense. I think, I mean, again, if you look at the defense, I don't have exact statistics or analytics, but they have to be, you know, top of the country, just leading in three point. Like, we were horrible three point defense at the beginning of January. I, I want to look what it is now. I saw one stat that said, I think the first, like, nine games of the year. I think like every team shot 33% or better from three-point range, or at least that was like the average against us was 33%. I saw, and it said one out of the last 13 games, we've allowed 33% shooting or better from the three-point line. And see, that was like our last year and our sophomore year. They were just, and I heard, you could hear the announcers talk. I think Jimmy Dykes mentioned that during the offseason, they used bricks to, to close out mm-hmm. and just, I guess, to get weights really and Musselman said the first half right George, or Florida made a lot of th- threes the first yeah, half they made their first four threes of the game and so Musselman I know that he was like when, when they talked to him at halftime he's like we gotta do a better job closing the three and they did that the second half right yeah Musselman is good at making those adjustments we've, we've seen that since he's been here yeah no I mean if you're gonna be a coach you have to make halftime adjustments you can't be prideful sometimes it's not six year old yeah, sometimes it's not even halftime. Like this game, you saw the adjustments, I'd say, like 10 minutes into the half, 10 minutes into the game. And they only, I don't think they made too many threes down the stretch at all, maybe one or two. They I made, mean, for the game, they I had mean they, eight, and they had four in the first, like, five minutes. And then they probably made two more the first, so they probably only made two in the second half, mm-hmm. which they is mean, really good. Yeah, Arkansas did a good job at limiting the threes after the early onslaught, but... It's hard for a team that's not known for shooting to keep that up because they. I saw that they were 13th in the conference in three-point shooting out of 14 teams. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's still impressive either way. I'm just – this team defensively, I mean, if, if we can't get going offensively, I think we can always count on this defense to keep keep us in the game, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just what you got to do. If, you, if you're not scoring, you have to have good defense. Going back to – Devo for a second that um, his dunk at the end of the game <sighs> worth the tech it was worth the tech what is that like the third end of game dunk by Devo yeah the Auburn one didn't count but it was nice and then I think he had one well we know Stanley had one the A&M game and then Devo might have had one more in like a away game or something maybe it was like I can't remember but he's not <laughs> dunking it at the end of the game he just yeah. I guess he's <laughs> right spot right time but yeah. we'll take the tech, right? I mean, that it's worth it. You got bad defense from Florida to let him get that open. Oh yeah, into the game in a fouling situation. Yeah, I mean, it was really it was the dagger, it was the nail in the coffin, whatever you want to call it. That was it sealed the fate. And yeah, Florida went home, and Castleton complaining, and Arkansas fans love to see it. Yep, a win in the swamp. We don't get to say that very often. Not in. 27 years? Yeah. Um, anyway, it's just... Uh, it's so big because what it creates more hype for Saturday's game versus Kentucky, too. I mean, it, And it carries that momentum up going forward. Mm-hmm. What is that, 12 wins in 13 games or something? Right, and that keeps us still in the race to win the SEC because Auburn still has to play at Miss State and at Tennessee on Saturday. They can lose those two games, and we went out, we would tie them, but we'd have the tiebreaker since we beat them. So Arkansas, I know, I was looking at a stat earlier, we haven't won the SEC outright since 94, when the national championship year, and so it's been a long time since we've won. 28? Yeah, and uh, and then, so hopefully this team can, I mean, it's a, where we were at the beginning of January after losing three straight SEC, I think we're still, even if they don't win the SEC, we'll be happy. Be, probably going to get a double bye in the SEC tournament, and we'll take that. Yeah. At the start of conference play, going 0 for 3, with having losses to teams like Vanderbilt and Hofstra, I heard uh-huh. fans already saying, well, NIT, here we come. 
And now look at it, we're we're pretty close to a lock for March Madness. Yes. Now we're at like a... We're at a succeed right now? Six, but I, like, I'd I say think, five, but... I think the way Lenardi, I, I saw, had it, because he posted it, I think we were like the top six seed, and Bama was the bottom five. So we're right there with Bama. It's really frustrating because Bama's like 17 and 11, aren't they? And they're like... They it, beat us, I guess. That's it's just because they beat us. They beat Gonzaga. They beat I don't Houston. Get why we're not above Tennessee. They beat Baylor. I think if Alabama's going to be above us on a one-point win, we should be above it's, Tennessee. It's these, I don't know how these committees, or Joe Lenardi and the, in the selection committee, they look at the net rankings. The I net guess the rank, net has Auburn at, what, 11 right now? 10, yeah. 11? The net ranking doesn't seem to support Arkansas very well, and maybe that's because the weak we strength of schedule at the beginning of the year. I think five spots back in the net than where we were. Mm-hmm. Well, I think part of it is because Auburn, our big win, AP has had them at number one, Net, they're a little, a little lower. They're not number one team or top five in the net. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, when you look at the different rankings, that takes out our biggest win a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure exactly where Arizona is in the net, but they're two right now in AP. So that's probably where Tennessee is getting the favor since they beat Arizona. Correct. Maybe, I, I mean, what you said about them during Tennessee, I'm still not sold on Tennessee. I just they don't. I'm never sold on Tennessee. First round exits last year. I don't think they got any better. It's just it's so frustrating. And I heard on the Hog Daily. I mean, it, it's not just Tennessee. Um, te- Texas is ahead of us in the net. We know we're a better team than Texas. I mean, it's just stupid. It's it's so frustrating that I don't know. It just seems the net doesn't seem to favor not ever favor Arkansas. Yeah, not many of the experts like to put their faith in Arkansas. I mean. Their own fan base has called us the Heartbreak Hogs for the last few years, so I mean basketball is kind of changing that a little bit. Well, I think basketball is so hard because you know we won a championship '94 and then we just hadn't made it Sweet 16 since '96. You go that long from '96 to 20 what last year's 20 2021. You go yeah, that long 25 years. So that's why I was like. Arkansas could never get past the round of 32. They couldn't make it to the NCAA tournament every year. It was just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, under Mike Anderson, we were we were good every year, not great. Not great. Not yeah. getting deep in the tournaments, but we had a competitive team. His best year was probably the year with Portis and Qualls in the 15th season when we lost to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Or what was that with... Um, Jalen Barford and Daryl Macon going to the round of That was another good team. Losing but to eventual national champion we were, UNC. We were an eight seed that year. In the year with Portis, we were five seed. So, I mean, technically seed, but that, both teams were really good, I think. It's yeah. North Carolina. We've lost to North Carolina. We lost to them in 08. We lost them in, in 15. And then we lost to them in, in 17, I think that was. So it's just frustrating. North Carolina, hopefully, fingers crossed, we don't have to play them. I don't know if they're even going to be there. No, they'll get in because they're North Carolina. I mean, yeah. They're, what, 18 and 9 or something. But Yeah, they're they're good, but they're not great. Yeah. So they'll probably get in, but they're not going to. We should be a higher seed at least. Yeah. You're right, right. Um, I'd say even if we like lose our next three games, we'd probably still be a higher seed than North Carolina. Because mm-hmm. we're playing three quad one games to end out the year. Kentucky, LSU, ten, and then Tennessee on the road. All in the top 50 than that, right? Yeah, so I mean... I'm not sure where LSU is exactly. I think they were 49, I think I looked. or something. So just barely in there. Maybe 39, I can't remember. I know that they were in the top 50, I'm pretty sure. Um, Henson had a nice game the other yesterday. They had, what, 22? They had 20, but I mean, he cooled off at the end of the game. He, he didn't look great. He had a quiet 22, but he had a few turnovers, few stupid fouls. I always thought he was a decent pro card. I know you were never sold on him, but... Um, yeah, he's he's all right. I mean, he gets a little careless at times. Same same thing that Arkansas fans say about Chris Likes. He gets a little reckless, gets a little careless. Different way, different playing style, mm-hmm. but same kind of issues. I'm still. I mean, if you look at needing a point guard, I think he fulfills the point guard role. And I mean, we're talking about LSU a lot, but I mean, it's, it'll be interesting when we play them because. I, I still think they're a good enough team, um, but... Can't take think, them yeah. lightly. No, that's exactly right. And so Hopefully there's not another let-up like losing uh, at Alabama after the Auburn game. Yeah, right. Because we know if... But if this, we, it will be at home, though. And it'll be senior night, and yeah. 
need to win that game too. Um, but if we look back at Florida, I mean, my biggest takeaway I'm, was just Arkansas. They're they're so tenacious every game. I mean, they they just they outplay the teams in terms of like just the the nitty gritty stuff, like just more hustle. And I know that sounds cliche, but it, you can see it. Like Florida yeah. again, they gave up uncontested layups. Arkansas didn't do that except a few lawed passes to Castleton because because Jalen was out or Jalen was in there. It's just we didn't we didn't. But I mean, they went for the steal instead of the mm-hmm. box out. There's just time. You could see it how Arkansas is getting back on defense. Their transition defense wasn't as good. Yeah, every loose ball there's usually like two bodies on the floor from Arkansas. Right, right, and I mean that's 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 winning plays. This so team plays fast. They play hard. That I mean you ha- they're not lighting up the scoreboards very often, so you have to play that gritty kind of defense and get those loose balls and get every advantage that you can when you're not going to be putting up 90 every game. Well, it's, it's, I always notice, like, it's, it, when you watch the games, it's always funny to watch Eric Musselman because, especially if we score a basket, you can just see his, his hand moving back and forth. He's saying, get back, get back. And he's, even on, like, a, a slam, like, I think after uh, Devo, after Devo did his dunk, he even did the get back, get back or something. It was, and I was like, even then, even at the end of the game, he said, get back. And it's just so funny that he's like that into it. Yeah. That's it how much like, he wants it. It looks like Devo's back. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what did not seem possible a month ago, right? I mean, it's... It's <laughs> kind of the same thing as last year. He's coming on late. And that's huge because... You have him on, you have Stanley on, you have JD on, Jalen on. I had a feeling going into this game that Stanley was going to have a big game. He had a good game, but not quite as big he, as I would expect. So those two big plays at the end of the game, obviously we saw JD's three, but Stanley's three with just under five minutes was huge because Florida was up mm-hmm. one, and then he made the three at the top of the key. Yeah. And then, and then we went to talk two. about Jalen's three about a minute before. A minute before because, that. Because, what did I say, 14-40, Florida took the lead and had it until about the five and a half minute mark where Jalen hit that one three. Mm-hmm. They take it back on a couple on a pair of free throws. I think I think it was Castleton. And right. then Amude takes the lead right back. I mean it was first because every time we'd get in there and it seemed like the refs were kept calling fouls so they kept going the free throw line so they'd extend their lead if we got to, to two, they'd make free throws, go up four, then go up six. Yeah, that's when the refereeing got a little brutal, a little tough to watch. Just saying, well, it favored the home side, but it was like, Florida wasn't even scoring at yeah. that point. It was just at, going to free throw line. At one line. point, it was, I think, six or seven fouls to one. Yeah, it seemed like Castleton got, went to the line every other... I know he only shot ten free throws, but still, that's that still a lot of work. free throws for... And Because I think more, more, like, eight of those came in the second half, so it was just... You're right. I mean, there we, wasn't many calls in the first half, but the second half, it just it was getting a little, a little uh, out of hand. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. But those two threes at the end of the game, those were silencers. I guess three threes, if you include JDs, of yeah, course. Because they were they were getting loud. We were only up one because Castleton had made a bucket on the other end to to with we're only up one with what one minute twenty. Yeah, and then about a minute and a half. JD, the silencer. And then and then they go down, I think they go down and they shoot two threes back to back and they miss them both. Their best three point shooter shoots. We kind of get lucky because he's wide open twice, but he misses both threes. That was like one of the only like breakdowns from threes. Yeah, that three point defense. Castleton made it a one point game with minute twenty nine. Then minute ten, JD hits that three to go up by four, which was huge. They're not a great shooting team, but this game at least they were. Or even just the last few games, they've been making their shots when they need to, mm-hmm. which is huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah the missed three. Appleby missed to three, two free throws from JD. Castleton scored, and then let's see, did they miss another three down here? Well, they missed a three. Though. There, well, there was one point in the game. I think it was earlier in the in the in the second half, but maybe it was like six minutes left. But the guy was wide open, and he had two back to back threes and missed them, and it was like. That was the only time I really saw just yeah, bad that, defense. Early on, so you could kind of see that team that was next to last in shooting from mm-hmm. behind the arc. Right. Then let's talk a little bit about Appleby, the Jacksonville, Arkansas kid. He had 19. Yeah. The commentators were talking about how he seems to always come alive playing Arkansas. 
well, we remember the the game in Bud Walton last year during the storm. Um, he played pretty well in that game too, if I remember. They had a little comeback. They went up one, and then we ended up winning. I think Moses made a three or something, but we won that game. Or Justin had a layup. I can't remember quite, but um, he played well in that game too. Mm-hmm. So he's a good player. I mean, he's. Do you think him and Devo like playing each other, both probably. from Jacksonville? <laughs> yeah. They probably do. Because the commentators also said something about Devo last year seemed to get excited for the Florida matchup mm-hmm. and played good in that Florida game as well. We got some Jacksonville ties because Devo's from Jacksonville. JD played at, I mean, Jacksonville, Florida, but he played at Jacksonville. Jacksonville. State, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of, we got some Jacksonville ties on the team. Any, any kind of Jacksonville. If you're from Jacksonville, doesn't matter. The state, come to Arkansas. Yes, yes, please, please. Um, but, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm still just so excited because any road win, but, I mean, Florida's not Georgia. They're not Ole Miss. They're not, they're not, um, Florida's always going to be competitive. They're not Vandy. Well, Vandy, I say, is middle league. But I'm saying the point is they're in the middle of the SEC. They're not a bottom SEC. So it's a yeah, good quality road win. They're one of those, like, what, five teams that were at 7-7 seven and seven before this week? Yes, yes. So like Miss State, South I mean, Carolina, Alabama, and they LSU. Need, they needed to win that game, really, to up their chances to get in the tournament. I still think that they will. But they needed a quality win versus a ranked team. That's why I'm saying it's kind of weird that we out-hustled them and we're more nitty-gritty than them because they have to be. But that just tells me how much... That lost to Alabama, like, put that chip back on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of let it... They let it off for a little bit after beating it over. But now it's back there after that loss. Right. right. I think that's what you, I, think, I don't know. I kind of think it was a good loss. Dave Van Horn was kind of talking about that earlier, or earlier this week when he was previewing... The um, Round Rock Classic. He said last year when Arkansas kept winning, he was like, "I didn't want to lose a series, but I kind of wanted to lose a game so we wouldn't get complacent." He's like, "But I, then he said, I don't, I don't know if we could afford to lose another game with how tight the top of the SEC was." But yeah, he's like, "Loss can be good." I think the Auburn or the Alabama loss was maybe good for this team. Well, I mean, it, it's it's hard when you're going to, I mean. Well, I mean, baseball, they were number one. So it's when you're number one, it's the, it's so hard because everybody, if you're Auburn and number one, every team's going to bring their best to be you. Every right. fan base is going to come show up. Um, but even with Arkansas, they're a ranked I team. I mean, loss, it's, you go. I mean it, it's just hard when you win a lot of games back to back to back. And it's like, I, I saw the same thing with, I've, I love Boise State. They won 14 games in a row. It's so hard just to keep winning, and then they finally lost. Arkansas won what nine? In a, what were we up to? The streak before was, we lost it. Before we lost to Alabama. out of 13 now. Alabama. We had was one that, nine yeah, straight. Nine straight. Yeah, it's so hard on streaks like that because when you go on streaks like that, the other team's like, okay, they come hungrier. They're just like, okay, we we got to get this win and. I don't even know why, because you always want to win. But when a team's coming in hot, you really want to beat them. You want because it gives you as a team confidence. If you beat the hottest team in the SEC, it's probably why Bama, you know, played well. They, I thought they played pretty well that game. They didn't second half. They didn't play as well, but still. Um, I think the loss kind of reminded them that they need to bring their best stuff every game. Right. Because. I think maybe they saw that, oh, we just beat number one. We're really good. We don't have to. Might not have brought 100% into that Alabama game. And then that loss reminded them, okay, no, we still have to go 100% every game. Right. I think with this, the way this team plays, they have to bring 100% every game. And that's where you would hope that they don't get in that, lose track of that again and go on the win. What? what imagine they win their next three and then they won the SEC tournament and then they drop their first game of yeah. March Madness. That'd be yeah, horrible. They go, they get the double bye in the tournament, then they have, what, three games in that tournament? Yeah. Three right. games left in the regular season. That puts them at, like, 28 and 6 going into March Madness? Yeah. I mean, and they'd probably be a 2 or 3 seed if they go undefeated from now. Some people think that they, yeah, that they could get to 2. I'm still I don't know if they iffy. can get to 2, because that's top 8 teams in the country. It's because, though, six, you would six be games. Con- to do that, you would have to be Kentucky probably twice, and maybe yeah. Auburn. So you'd yeah, have more quality wins than other two seeds. Three wins against two, like, potentially, like, one or two seeds. 
it's it's interesting. I, I mean, I don't think we're going to go three and zero in these next game. I mean, I hope so. I think we're capable of it. Mm-hmm. But in terms, that Tennessee game is the one I'm just like. It, that that's just a tough game. I mean, that's that's the final regular season game, and I think Arkansas should win that game. I, the whoever makes the net rankings won't agree with me, right? But I think Arkansas should win that game. I think Arkansas is the better team than Tennessee, even though Tennessee gets more love. Do you think when you compare like Auburn, do you think our, Auburn's a better team than us, or do you think? I mean, I not to look. It's hard not to be biased, but in terms of talent. In, They're a younger team, right? They're yeah. If that game wasn't in Fayetteville, I think Auburn wins. Right. So Wendell Green also played out of his mind that game. Yeah. Wendell Green played really. He good played game. like he was the best point guard in the SEC that game. Yeah, when Jabari was getting shut down. Yeah, it was just very. It'd be interesting. I, I'm, I'm hoping we play Bama in the SEC tournament, the semifinals. Then we get when we play, uh, then we play Auburn again, and just get to see where this team's at. Yeah. I, I want to beat Bama. So I, I could see us playing them in the semis. Mm-hmm. Now going 6 and 0, I'd say they get up to a 3 seed, probably. Possibly a 2. Bare, maybe. Maybe. Depending on if a lot of those teams are, start losing. Yes. Because if those like, top 10 teams they keep on winning, I don't think even, I don't know, beating Kentucky twice in the next six games. I don't know. We'd be past Kentucky if we beat them twice. Like We'd have to be. Or yeah, because, be. I mean, it, yeah. If we beat them Saturday and then beat them in like the championship and or the in semis Tampa and then, in a, yeah. on a neutral court, right? Then we'd have to be ahead of them. They'd probably um, they're six right now. They'd probably fall out to like somewhere in the twelve to fifteen range, even if they won their other games. They are so. It, it, that game is gonna be so interesting. If we talk a little bit about Saturday's game, it's gonna be like. We know we watched you and I watched the Kentucky LSU game. They didn't have Ty Ty or Wheeler, and uh, they are still so good. Oscar rebounds the ball at such a crazy rate. Grady can make pretty much every shot he shoots. It's yeah. gonna be a tough game. Looking at Oscar Sheboy's stats right here: sixteen points, fifteen rebounds, two steals, block and a half. So you like Jalen on him, right? And Jalen's got to be careful not to get in foul trouble because then you probably do have to put in Kamani or mm-hmm. Vano. Probably won't put in Vano, but I don't think she was the tallest, like big man. But yeah, he's only six nine. But he's so like just a good. Rebound. I think that would be a better matchup for Kamani than like say Walker Kessler mm-hmm. or Colin Castleton were. So I think that helps Arkansas out a little bit. But yeah, you definitely want to have Jalen on him because he's he's their main man inside. Yes. I'm going to love seeing that matchup because, again, Oscar Sheboy has been talked about all year. He's been hyped upon by ESPN, by SEC, over and over. So I hope that during the Florida game, they focus a lot on Jalen versus Castleton. Some say Castleton won because he scored more, but, I mean, defensively, Jalen was the better person or better player. I'll be interested to see how Jalen plays against Oscar Sheway because Jalen has pretty much ever won most of the battles he's played out this year when he's playing their, their big man, the other team's big man. Yeah, I think, like I said, Sheway's a little bit shorter than Castleton. I think that might be to Williams' advantage because he's a, he's a sturdy guy. He's strong. He's um, physical. And just like Sheway, they're both physical players down low. But this game, Jalen will have the height advantage, albeit just an inch, but I think that'll make a little bit of a difference. I, I'm I'm telling you though, I just cannot <laughs> I can't wait for this game. I've sophomore year I didn't get to go to, to watch the Kentucky game. I know we lost that game. Everybody talks about Calipari getting ejected, how loud it was. I know you were there for that. Everybody we've Kentucky is like the Bama in football. You just do not like them. You want to beat them. We're playing them at home. Kentucky always seems to play good at Bud Walton. You just want to beat them this year. This is your best chance to do it. I mean, a long time. I thought the, I thought two years ago, up until that ejection, Arkansas had all the momentum. It looked like they were going to pull it off. But it looked like Calipari got himself ejected to put that spark under his team. Yeah. I saw him kind of like, it wasn't like Calipari was shouting in that game. It was like, maybe he just said something. But if we look at... <laughs> 
Oh, he was like almost on mid court. He was on mid court, but he wasn't like you know slamming his fist. He was just he was talking from not like a calming at the presence, time when he got like, ejected. He was he was shouting. Yeah, I guess I don't even I don't even remember what the foul call was. Maybe it was an and one that they called, and he just hated the call or something. It's been two years. I don't remember but, the exact call. But anyway, Kentucky's in town. Everybody's gonna be there. I mean, yeah. it's everyone <sighs> is aiming for Kentucky's head every year, year in, year out. Because they get all the praise. Everybody in the SEC absolutely loves them, or the SEC network, SEC loves them. Not fans, but they love to you know praise on Kentucky over and over. How's Kentucky going to do this year? Well, they're going to be great. You know, we hear that, that a lot. That blue blood bias. Oh, it's, I mean, mm. historically they are good year in and year out. They've been for what sixty plus years. They've been one of the top programs. The so, fact that we haven't beat them at home since the Michael Qualls dunk, though, it just makes me angry. And so it's just, let's break another streak this year. We went at Florida. Let's do it again. I mean, let's mm-hmm. break another streak. That was eight almost years. getting close to 10 years ago. Yeah, eight, eight years. Eight years. It's not, not near Florida, but yeah. Still, I mean, you want to win. You you should win every game you play at Bud. I know you won't, likely, but still. You With should this win. team, at least. Yes. I just yeah. hope I, I hope that this team plays so well because they're I, I think it's gonna be just a, it's gonna be like the Auburn game, just back and forth back. I could be wrong, but I think it's gonna come down the last couple minutes it's gonna be tied and then somebody's gonna have to make a play. Hopefully it's J D or one of our guys. Arkansas was able to win at Kentucky last year, but this is I think a much better Kentucky team. This is a way better Kentucky team. Like the Kentucky team had a lot of like talent, but they weren't a whole good a lot of one events. Yeah, they had talent, but they weren't a real good team. They didn't really play together. This team, I think, they're they're better. They mesh well. They mesh better. I mean, but Arkansas team, when you talk about playing together, and it's also in the Florida game when uh, Diva made one of his threes. She's a huge smile. So I think must have been talking. There's nobody having more fun than Jalen Williams and Diva. Maybe you said it. It's like those guys are just having so much fun. And when you play basketball at collegiate level, and you're having fun. I mean, watch out because you're going to play better, aren't you? Right. And then they're going to need every weapon going for them against Kentucky. They're going to need a Mude to have a good shooting game. Chris can't have a ton of turnovers when he yeah. comes in. Got to limit turnovers. That's going to be huge. I think Tony's going to – who do you think – do you think Tony will be on Grady? Or do you think JD's going to match with Grady? Oh, he's Tony? Yeah. Let's – I mean, I think if Washington's playing, probably him. But if not, then – well, J.D. will probably be on Grady yeah. at the point. And then maybe Devo when Devo's in. I mean, Tony could also put on maybe Brooks Jr. Yeah, Brooks Jr. probably. If Ty Ty's Washington isn't playing. Arkansas has got to contain um, Grady. I've, I've seen him shoot. I know he, he looked good at the first part of the game last night versus LSU, but he – He's a good shooter. I don't know exactly what his percentages are. 44% from three. <sighs> Arkansas, when we play Kentucky each year, they always have a shooter, whether it was um, Devin Booker or Askew. I, I, I mean, they've just had really good knocks. They, Kentucky's had some outstanding shooters, and they always seem to play well in Bud Wallen. So contain Grady. Contain Oscar. Jay, I would think we, we trust Jalen down low. Jalen and Oscar's going to be... I think the matchup to watch in that game. Right. As far as rebounding, then I don't think either of them have to carry the scoring for their team. But yeah, defense and rebounding down low is those two is going to be a fun matchup. I still like Arkansas this game. I still do. I, I'm. It's hard, especially when you play Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But I still, I just, I believe in the butt effect, man. I just, I cannot get away from that. How? I don't think you can bet against Arkansas at home this year. No. No. At least when there's students there. Randy got the luxury of playing over at Christmas break. Right. And Kentucky's going to have to deal with, I always think it's like a red out, white out, stripe out, which is going to be stripe out, shark and saw as well. When you deal with those things, it's going to be much harder. It's, 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 it's just going to be so much fun. I can't wait. We're, we're, a couple of us are doing shark and saw and, and yeah, the rest of everybody else is going to be in a stripe out. It's just going to be tons of fun. I hope it's like what Must said versus Auburn, where a person doesn't leave the stadium that didn't have fun, right? Or leave the arena without having fun, right? 
I don't think there's any way. <laughs> this yeah. unless we got blown out, but yeah. Knock knock. That won't happen. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't I don't know if it's gonna be bigger than Auburn, but it's gonna be just as big. It's a Saturday game, we're in the middle of an ice storm. Well, it's been an ongoing ice storm and I think people are gonna show up. I think you like I said, winning at Florida created even more hype for this game. So Yeah. Well the thing with Auburn, they were number one. They were but number one, but it was a Tuesday night game. On who you're playing alone, Kentucky's gonna be more hyped than Auburn generally. Yes. And that's hard because students that don't know much about basketball probably don't they know. They still know they still know Kentucky. They still know Kentucky. Um but they also was like, oh, we're playing number one. I got to show up. But the old people, I mean, older people hate Kentucky. Like, it's ever since we joined the SEC, it's just been like, I, they, they beat us in, in, in the 94 SEC tournament. They beat us in the semifinals, the 95 SEC tournament. They beat us in the championship game. And I think ever since then, people just cannot stand Kentucky. Just always Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky praise over and over. And just, you know, let's just beat them. <laughs> It's always fun to beat Kentucky. I was that Michael Qualls game. I was surprised that Arkansas was able to beat them because Kentucky had a good like. I think Kentucky's going through a better stretch, like in the early 2010s, than they've been like the last like four or five years. Because they won the champion, or I guess the next year they didn't win the championship. But they were won their first like all their regular season games went undefeated into the tournament 2015 they played really well and I think that's when they lost to Wisconsin was that that, that they lost to Wisconsin, Wisconsin Frank Kaminsky was in the championship yeah they lost to Frank Kaminsky that's when they lost to Duke in the championship yeah Frank Kaminsky and then they beat I think undefeated Kentucky yeah was they it? were undefeated going into the tournament that which year. was crazy and 32-0 yeah and Arkansas was great that year they played them twice we played at Kentucky we lost then we played Kentucky in the SEC, we played them in the SEC championship like three times and just have not won any. Any, we played them Daryl Macon's year in the SEC championship, lost that. So it's like so many losses against Kentucky. You can think about it's just like we got mm-hmm. this one. We we can do it this time. Yeah, Kentucky. I I'd say Florida's the most frustrating team to play in the SEC, just because it just even when we seem to be the better team, they just somehow find a way. But before this year and last year. Then Kentucky, it's just, it's, it's a little different than the Florida situation because they're usually the better program, the better team coming in. But ever since Muslim's been here, this team can be anyone at home. I agree. And that's why I think we're going to beat Kentucky on Saturday. And Razorback Nation is going to be popping. And, oh, man, I, I, hope, I hope I'm right on this, but... I still think the hog is strong. Still do think that. The one thing that's a little discouraging for me about this game is I think Kentucky's better than Auburn, and it took the full butt effect at full strength to barely squeak by Auburn. It will take a good effort because Kentucky is not going to play like they did at Tennessee. They're going to play a good game. I think Calipari, you know, people don't like him, but he's a good basketball coach, a good basketball coach, and he's he's probably been. They know how hyped this game is going to be. They know what it's like to come into Arkansas. He's going to be ready. Right. And like I said, I think on the Tennessee review episode, I think Calipari is better coach than Pearl. So I think Kentucky's going to be better prepared than Auburn was coming into the hostile environment. Calipari is probably the best coach in the SEC. I mean, might give him some time, but I mean, Calipari is like he took UMass the to the Final name. Four. I mean, he and he's yeah. It's I mean, he's the second biggest name in college basketball behind Coach K. He is. I mean, he's been he's been in the game for a long time. Um, he definitely knows what he's doing. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. Arkansas is gonna have to play really well. It'll it be might, a fun game. That's what I. It's not gonna be the low scoring game as low scoring as Auburn, right? Auburn was right. in the sixth. Auburn, sixth. I think, is a better defensive team. Kentucky is all about all offense all the time. This is the Kentucky-Alabama game last Saturday, Alabama was up most of the first, I think it was like 50 to 47 at halftime, and it ended up being mm-hmm. like 90 to 80 or something I like that. I think that's that. another so reason that Kentucky last year was a bad team, even though they had so much talent, because they were lazy on defense. Yes. yes. They uh, didn't have... They didn't have the hustle. They didn't have the grit. They were all. They were out there to shoot threes, and 
just score. They didn't play the rest of the game. They only played offense last year. Right. This year they're a little bit better. I think Shibuya is a big part of that. But, yeah, this team I think is more bought into winning basketball than last year. And then they're going to go into Bud, you know, wanting to be the crap out of us. And, yeah, it's 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 just going to be back and forth. And it, I, a couple plays, Rice says, are you going to – is Arkansas going to play harder defensively? I think so. I hope so. Gritty, they're always grittiness. They're going to play hard on defense. Yeah. That grittiness, toughness that we just saw for Florida, Arkansas needs it again versus Kentucky. Yeah, coming in with a top-10 team, they're going to bring everything, I believe. I believe they will. Yeah. Definitely capable. Don't want to guarantee a win, really, for this game. But I will say Arkansas is definitely capable, especially at home. If you win this game and you have two games left, right, you beat... And that's two. Kentucky 6 right now, you beat number one and number six at home. In and the, the last, same like, year. Oh, my goodness. Like I said, Hog Nation. And that's what I'm saying. The hype for this team and the future in the SEC tournament in March Madness. They would have to hop into the top 15 for sure. That this, puts them to what, four seed? Top 15? Yeah. I'm, we would. At least in the AP, they have to be top 15. This team is. They're due for another Elite Eight run again. Like, we are, it's in my mind, one of the best eight teams. Now, March Madness doesn't work where the best eight teams in the nation make mark, make it to the Elite Eight, right? It never Just happens. Like, <laughs> the way this team plays, though, like. As long as we wouldn't lose, lay an egg and lose the first round, I think we will yeah, make it further, yeah. I don't see this team getting upset. Like, I just don't see this team getting upset the way they play. The defense that they play, I think it's going to give the top of the food chain, it's going to give them problems. And the more mid-major teams that haven't seen that kind of intensity very often, they're going to really struggle with that defense, I think. So I think that their defensive intensity bodes well in the tournament. Right. I just do not see them getting upset. I see them maybe running into, like, another team like Baylor last year that went on to win the championship. Oh, I'd love That's, another matchup again. Well, I wouldn't love it, but I'd, I'd love to beat them. I just cannot. The way this team is playing right now, unless they just like lose steam somewhere, I don't see them losing the first unless, two like, rounds. Unless JD and Jalen were out of, in foul trouble, then that could be something that would be like, mm-hmm. oh, crap, well. The, the only thing I could see beating them in the first two, two rounds is you play somebody that is just very badly misseeded. Like, like a top... Like Murray State with Jaw Morant when they went off and they mm. beat Marquette and uh, what was his name? The guy that was... Marcus Howard? Yeah, they, and they smacked him. They yeah. absolutely I smacked him. I think everyone them. I know picked Murray State to and win the, in their Murray State was a 12 seed. Yeah, they beat the 5th seed Marquette. Yeah. And then Jaw Morant was looking an MVP level this year in the NBA. It's, it's like not getting matchup against a team like that. Like, uh, or, or Roberts John did Morant, not deserve I mean, to be a 15 seed, right? Or Roberts was better... Yeah. Murray State this year is another dangerous team. <sighs> but yeah, they're but outstanding. I think that's the only way this team's gonna lose in the first two rounds, in my opinion, is they get they just get a matchup with someone that's horribly misseeded, probably because they're because of their conference being group of five or mid major. But this team is has been fun to watch. It, I think they're exceeding expectation. Losing like all the talent, Justin Smith, Jalen Tate, Moses Moody. I think losing that talent. And then I know we brought in a lot of talented transfers, but you never know how that's going to pan out. No, you don't. I was. I, it, it's just again, especially I with Amude coming from what North Dakota, South, South Dakota, Dakota, South Dakota, and then Tony coming from Pitt, likes yeah. coming from Miami. This mm-hmm. is outstanding. I mean, and I think we got to give credit to Must there, right? Finding the these players, knowing that they'd work the system. Yeah, the importer. Yeah, the importer. That's, um, and he's got an outstanding class and. What's the name of the guy that, that visited during the Tennessee game? Right? Anthony Blatt? Yeah. yeah. Potentially three five-stars on campus in 2022. Keep it rolling, boss. Let's get this team next. Let's be the number one recruiting class. Three five-stars and what? Three four-stars already? Right? Oh, my goodness. Then that would be incredible. What if we got more hype? Then we might start getting more hype than Kentucky. Nah, they'd still probably get more just well, because Kentucky, of Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kentucky's probably going to be the top five recruiting class either way. They've been due. Yeah. Was it Duke was number one and Arkansas was number two right now? Yes. Is it I still that so. way? I think it was still that way. So then they bring in Anthony Black. Does that put... That That's got to put Arkansas. Duke? That has to. Three, five stars, three, four stars coming in next year? Yeah. I then mean, we can... Then, the one thing about that is like, that might scare some of the current players away. 
that it's it's interesting for me to start thinking. They said on the broadcast, JD could come back. They said they even said Amude and Tony could come back, and I didn't think that was possible. That was what Jimmy Dykes was saying on the broadcast. I didn't think that they could come back. I mean, so COVID years, I guess. Has to be. JD could, I guess, has his COVID year, right? He's played two years at Jacksonville State, two years at Arkansas. He sat his one transfer year. This is going to be interesting. Guys like Devo, Jalen Williams, those yeah. guys, what are they going to do? Yeah. What I've heard right now is Jalen's looking like a second-round pick in the mock drafts. So, don't know if he'd leave for that. Isaiah Joe did. He left second after two years. It was a but he second then round said pick. he'd come back and then he left, right? And remember, yeah. it was like a back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. Probably because him and Moses are same position. Devo and KK also playing the guard. He probably, uh, Musselman probably told him, like, what was going on. So, yeah. But we'll look back. It was a good win at Kentucky. At I mean, at Florida. <laughs> Hopefully versus Kentucky. Yeah, it was a good win at Florida to break the 27-year losing streak in Florida. And then looking forward to this Kentucky matchup. That one's going to be fun. Final comment. Colin Castleton, Jalen Williams is your father. <laughs> that is his new wiki page. Yeah, so the Wikipedia said Colin Castleton is his daughter. Well, if he wasn't whining so much, then Arkansas fans wouldn't be, you know... <laughs> throwing slander towards his name so much, so don't. <laughs> never, I've never liked watching him play. Nah, it's just, mm. it's just. I mean, I guess he gets the job done, but he's just not fun to watch. No, he's not fun. I mean, he's whining I mean, all the time. He's, yeah. I mean, basic moves. He's works in college. I don't. I don't know how much he's gonna pan out in the NBA. I guess he's pretty athletic for his size, but yeah, looking towards the tournament, I don't see this team getting upset very. Very easily. I think these guys, they're not going to lose till they run into one of these powerhouses that are also going to be in the tournament with them. I, again, like I said, the hog is strong right now. If we beat Kentucky... We'll see how see. our best players are playing in March as well. I think we weren't... So far I don't even were. think the offense was playing its best in March last year. They still made it to the Elite Eight. Because Moses wasn't scoring like he could... In the tournament, I think um, the tournament, the SEC tournament, was bad because Jalen had COVID last year, right. so he didn't. That hurt us. That's probably why we lost versus LSU. Yeah, but yeah, just last year, I don't think the offense was even clicking on all cylinders. They still made that Elite Eight run, losing to the eventual national champs. Who knows how far they could have been if they were on the opposite side of the bracket? But yeah, looking forward. This team is fun to watch. We'll enjoy that Kentucky game and seeing how far they can go in March. I agree. I can't wait. Let's go. Bring Saturday. Why do we got one more day? We got still got one more day. That's all right. We're almost there. All right. This has been Raise the Roof in Arkansas Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll pick. <laughs>